Hi, my friend, I want to welcome you. Family of Hope, I'm glad that we are together this way, and I'm very excited about the in-house gatherings that we're having this weekend. Again, if you're joining us online from anywhere in the world, or you can come and be with us. Hey, on the weekend, Sunday we'll be here, service at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. 10 o'clock is especially for people who are 60 plus, so we want to bless those people. And we are continuing our series, Fear Not. Uh, weeks ago, as I was preparing, just talking with the Lord, I so strongly felt the Lord say, tell my people, fear not. You know, that message is in the Bible over and over and over again, and it's there for a reason. Fear keeps us from our faith. And when we're not connected to faith, we miss out on what God has for us. And God is calling us, especially in this season, to let our faith arise over our fears. Any success you see in people's lives, in ministry life, any public success you see always began with an inner battle, a battle inside someone's heart to overcome fear and to get into faith. Today we're going to be looking into a Bible character named Gideon. If you want to find his story in the Bible, it's in Judges uh, 6 and 7 and 8. And this man had to take a journey. God had to really work in his heart over and over again. So as we go through these messages, it's not just a one-week message. We're saying it over and over again and over again, because Gideon took this journey, and God had to speak to him over and over and over again. He still had some doubts and some fears that God had to keep pulling him out of. Uh, he lived in a time when his people had turned away from God. They had turned their attention away from God, and things never go well when we turn our attention away from God. It allowed the enemies of God's people to arise, and they were coming in. They were called the Midianites. They would come in at harvest time, and they would steal and destroy Gideon's people. And uh, Gideon is, in the opening verses, a man full of fear. But we want to learn some truth from Gideon's faith and how God had to take him from a place of fear to a place of faith. Here's the first lesson. And I would love you to say this out loud. When we are in-house, we're going to say it out loud. I'd like you not to just say it quietly, but I'd like you to say this. The Lord is with me. Go ahead. The Lord is with me. Here's the opening scene. Gideon is threshing his wheat, and he's hiding out down in a wine press. He's hiding from the Midianites. Now, this message is called... Whining or winning? Because when you are filled with fear, when you're down in your hole, it will come out in the way you live, the way you speak. And we can see in Gideon, uh, the wine press would have been carved out of the ground. He, he's underground. His people are actually living in caves. They're not living in their communities for fear of the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord comes to him. And look what the Lord says to him. The Lord is with you. That's a message we need to hear. The Lord is with you. And then he calls him a mighty warrior, a mighty man of valor. Now watch what Gideon's response is. 
He's so filled with fear. Watch this word. You circle it. If you've got your Bible study notes out, you're following along. If. We're going to see that word a lot in this story. The Lord has just said, I'm with you. His first response is, if the Lord is with us, why have I never seen miracles? Get this truth. Fear does not produce an atmosphere of the miraculous. Fear will keep you away. Faith unlocks the miraculous. The reason they hadn't seen the miraculous is because the people, Gideon included, were living in fear. He says, hey, we heard some great things in the past, but if you're really with us, and then watch this. He says, Lord, you just told me you are with me, but here's what I'm saying. He contradicts the Lord. The Lord has forsaken us. We need to, in this season, know that no matter what the circumstances are around us, the Lord is with us. Believe it. Receive it. Get up in the morning and just declare it. The Lord is with me. Maybe you say it one more time. The Lord is with me. Because God has so much more for you than fear is producing. He's pulling you towards faith. Now that's not the last time that God had to speak faith into Gideon's life because here's another truth. The Lord sees more in me than I see in myself. Right out of Gideon's life, I'd like it to be part of your life. Say it out loud. The Lord sees more in me than I see in myself. Here's what the Lord says to him. He's doubting. He's saying, if you're with us, where's the miraculous? The Lord says, go. Go forward. Get out of your pit of whining. Get out of the wine press and go forward with the strength that I'm giving you. I want you to be strong. God sees him as a mighty warrior. God sees him with the strength he needs. God sees you as a mighty warrior. God sees you with the strength you need. But here's how Gideon saw himself. He again argues with the Lord. Imagine saying this, well, pardon me, Lord. Can you imagine? The Lord is speaking. Well, pardon me, Lord. Um, if you see my family tree, uh, our family is like the weakest branch of the tree, and I'm the weakest twig on that branch. This is how Gideon saw himself. The inner dialogue of his soul was, man, my family is a mess. Maybe you have that. And in my messy family, I'm a mess. You need to stop looking at yourself through the lens of what other people say about you, what other people believe about you, and you've got to start to see God sees more in you than you see in yourself. He sees you more than a conqueror. He sees you doing all things through Christ who strengthens him. So in Gideon's walk from fear into powerful faith, he's got to get, see God sees more in me than I see in myself. Here's the third thing. I may doubt God, but God doesn't doubt me. Go ahead, say it out loud. I may doubt God, I may have my doubts, but God doesn't doubt me. I, I'm going to say this. God believes in you. When you're down in a whiny pit, God sees you. He sees you better than you see yourself. And I just love this about Gideon's story, my story, your story. That when we fall into doubt and fear and we get whiny, God doesn't give up on us. 
he comes and picks him up from that pit. Here's Gideon again saying, if, there's that word again. God's already said, hey, I'm with you. You're a mighty warrior. You're, you're strong. Now get going. Well, let's hold on, Lord. If, if I found favor in your eyes, I'd like to see a miracle. I'd like to see a sign. And, and God gives a sign. Gideon brings an offering of food. You can read the story. And he places the offering of food before the angel of the Lord. And a miracle happens. Fire, nobody lights the fire. Fire just, fire just burns the offering up. Now, I love Gideon's response. Here God has been saying, you're a mighty warrior. You've got strength. Get going. Here's where Gideon goes in his mindset. You can see how God is working on him. Here's the only promise that Gideon can remember. Oh, no. I've seen the Lord. And he thought in the back of his mind, there's a, if you see the Lord, you're going to die. He's still filled with doubt. He's still filled with, filled with fear. And the Lord has to speak to him and says, hey, peace be with you. Don't, see it? Don't be afraid. That's the, that's the theme for your life, my life. Don't be afraid. You're not going to die. I've got you. I'm with you. Don't be afraid. You may have your doubts. You may be looking. Well, I got, and it's okay. I just, I'm so glad God doesn't give up on us when we've got our doubts and fears. He keeps pulling us. And he's reaching today right to where you are, to pull you from fear into faith. Here's the next lesson we learn. <laughs> I need to get rid of any idols. Part of the story. Right now, say it out loud. I need to get rid of any idols. And you may say, well, I don't, I don't have any little statues around my house. Remember why Gideon was in the whiny pit to begin with. Why he was in fear. His people had turned away from God. They had begun to put their attention on Baal and worship around the Ashtoreth pole. And uh, when you take your eyes off of God, it feeds fear. Here's an indicator. Take this test. If lately you've been listening to voices of fear, you've been filled with worry and doubt, your attention has been stolen by something, and you need to take those idols down. Gideon went and took out the idols of Baal. Gideon went out and cut down the Ashtoreth pole. His community was so upset with him that they said, we're, gonna, we're just going to kill him. And I love his dad. You can read this. His dad intervenes and says, hey, if Baal is such a great God, let him take care of my son. You leave him alone. We have to be careful in this season to not get distracted. An idol is anything that takes your attention away from the Lord. I'm telling you, the television in this season could become an idol. You're spending more time watching reports and discussing reports. Let me call you away from that. You're watching people fight in their, their discussions and in chats and get your eyes off of that. Let me call you. My brother, my sister. We call you to put your attention on the Lord. What's coming out of your mouth? Are they words of hope? Are they words of faith? 
Are they, are they words of joy? Are they words of Jesus? Are you talking about Jesus? Or are you just talking about the problems? Fear looks at the problems. Faith looks to Jesus. Take down the idols that would distract you. Focus your attention on the Lord. That's why we worship. We worship not just to sing some songs. We worship to put our focus on the Lord. And that's what he had to do. He had to tear down those idols. Number five, <laughs> I need to stop fleecing God. Go ahead, say it out loud right there. You say, oh, I don't even know what I'm saying. Gideon was famous for, in many people's minds for this, this uh, fleece thing. We're going to talk about it. But I'm just going to say, we need to stop fleecing God. Because just follow the story with me. God had spoken to him, said, get out of that hole, go forward. You're a mighty warrior. You're strong. You're, you, you may see yourself as weak, but I see you as strong. And again, he says, well, see it again? If. If. Well, Lord, uh, I don't want to prevail on you too much, but, but if you're really going to do what you've just promised, if you're really going to do it, Lord, um, could you do something tonight? I'm going to put out a little fleece, and could you make that fleece uh, damp and keep the ground around it dry? God is so gracious. Now notice he's doing this instead Instead of getting on with the battle, instead of engaging the Midianites, he's out there with his fleece. In fact, God does it one night, and he gets up and says, oh, God, could you repeat that sign, that miraculous sign, but just do it in reverse. Could you make the ground damp, and could you make the fleece dry? And God graciously, God graciously does it again the next night. Now, just notice this. Here's a problem. Here's why things may not be happening in your life. Procrastination. Things you know you should do, you're still thinking about them. Things you know you should be engaging in, you're still thinking about it. Some of you said last weekend, I'm going to church. I'm getting back into church. But it rolled around. You procrastinated. You say, oh, I'll do it next weekend. Well, we're in next weekend. Some of you are saying this weekend, I'm going to get back into church. You're healthy. You're strong. You're doing something else. That's anything else you're doing. Listen, there's so much in the Bible we don't have to pray about. Love your enemies. Don't need to pray about it. It's in the Bible. Uh, be kind to people. It's in the Bible. We don't need to pray about it. We don't have to have excuses. Stop fleecing the Lord. Stop procrastinating what God is calling you into and just get on with it. Hey, I wonder if I should tell people about Jesus. I wonder if I should be a soul winner. I wonder if I should share my faith. I'm going to pray about it. Just do it. The kingdom of God suffers for lack of action. While we're out doing other things, we got our fleece out. And Sometimes people say, well, I'm just going to put a fleece out. If you've heard from the Lord, stop fleecing around and get on with the work of the Lord. Get out of your fears. Why do you do this? Not as an act of faith. 
He did this because of fears that were hanging around in his soul. Stop fleecing the Lord. Number six, I need to have faith in God no matter what the odds. So Gideon finally comes to the place that he is going to call his army together. He's ready to finally, after all the ifs, if Lord, if Lord, if Lord, if Lord, and again, I'm just going to point out, God is so patient. And maybe you've been, God hasn't given up on you. He's so patient. And he just calls you forward. So he calls for an army to come and uh, 32,000 warriors uh, of his people, 32,000 arise. Now we don't know exactly how big the Midianite army is, but we know in chapter 8, we know at least the smallest number that they could have would be 135,000. So Gideon gets 32,000. The odds at this point are one to four. So every warrior of Gideon has to go out there and take on, it's actually 4.2 if you're really a math person. You're checking my math. 4.2, you've got to like take care of four other warriors. Now, there are some battles that have been turned with human strength and ingenuity with these kind of odds. So what does the Lord say? The Lord says, Gideon, you've got too many people. Gideon's doing the math. Going, That's like, I don't know. I don't think so. So he says, okay, what what I'd like you to do is go tell the troops, and watch this, if any of you are afraid, what are we talking about? Fear. Fear doesn't win the battle. Fear doesn't win the, you've got to win the inner war of fear before you win the outer view, the uh, the outer battle uh, that brings victory in your life. Get over your fears. He says, okay. And Gideon probably says, ah, well, I'm sure maybe a few mama's boys are here and I'll just send them home. So he stands up. Okay, is anyone afraid? The Lord has said, go home. And 22,000 warriors left. That must have been a shocking day. Imagine that. You've got your church together. You've got your team together. And you say, hey, listen, we can't go forward with those people of fear. You can go. And and well over half the team leads. Here's the odds now. The odds are like 1 to 13 and a half. Okay, now picture it. You're a warrior. And there's a bunch of people coming at you. And you're responsible now to get 13 of them and cut one of them in half. And the odds are much worse. So here's what's happening now. Things are looking, hey, things are getting worse. Just understand God's economy. God's economy of faith over fear doesn't work with the numbers. It works with who you trust, who you believe, who you're leaning into. Because the Lord says again, you know, that's, that's a, few, a few too many people. A few too many people. So uh, what I'd like you to do is take the army down now, the 10,000 you have left, take them down and uh, let them have something to drink. And the ones that scoop the water up with their hands, keep those ones. And you know, only 300. 300 scoop the water up with their hands. The other uh, thousands and thousands of soldiers, they didn't do anything wrong. God just wanted to show, it's not your strength, it's not your power, it's mine. Because now the odds are 
one to 450. At least the Midianites could have had more than 135,000. It's at least one to 450. So now you just put yourself in the middle of a stadium, in the middle of an arena, you in the middle, 450 warriors around you. It's not the odds. It's not the rising darkness we see. It's not the angry voices. It's faith in God that will turn this nation. We need to stop looking at the odds and say, Lord, I'm shaking off those heavy bands. I am pressing into you. Because now he's got this little army. This little army that is fearless and about the right size for God to do a miracle. And here's the conversation. The Lord says to Gideon, get up. Get, okay, I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. Go against the camp of Midian. Go down there against those Midian. you got 300. Go against the Midianites. But Gideon, even after he'd seen the miracle of the fleece and the miracle of the offering, he still got some doubts. Because the Lord says, he sees into his heart and says, oh, but if you are afraid, you still have some fear, then I want you to go down to the Midianite camp. If you follow the story, he goes down to the Midianite camp and he hears the soldiers in the Midianite camp testifying for God, saying, you know what, Gideon, he's, he's going to take us over. He, he, Gideon is the man. Gideon is going to win the battle. And that was the tipping point that gave him the ability to take these 300 people with a very strange battle strategy blowing horns and lighting some torches and crying out the sword of the Lord and of Gideon and those 300 rather small army brought the victory. But before they saw an outer victory, they had to experience an inner victory. And God gave them that victory. I want you to know there could be a battle inside your soul. And you will not see outer victory until you have an inner victory. As we said last week, remember from 2 Timothy 1.7, God has not given us a spirit of fear. That spirit doesn't come from God, but of power and of love and of a disciplined life. So let me just ask, what is the inner conversation that you're listening to? Are you listening to what other people have said about you or what you have believed about yourself? You get up in the morning saying, I don't know if we're going to make it. I don't know what's happening to this nation. This world is falling apart. Or do you get up in the morning and say, the Lord is with me. I have the might and the strength I need today to be all that God calls me to be. The odds may seem like they're against me, but if God is for me, here's the truth, if God is for me, there is no one that can be against me. And let me tell you, God is for you. You need to change the inner dialogue of your soul. Gideon had to listen, not to his doubts, not to his fears, but he had to keep listening to the Lord. My prayer is today that you will listen to the Lord. The very best thing we can do is to open our soul, open our heart, open our innermost being and believe and receive Christ.
Because when he's in us, then we can start listening to what he says to us. And I'm going to say these words from Jesus, because he says it to all of us. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I'm with you always. Can you hear him? He's saying that to you. Things may have been unexpected this last week. You may have got some unexpected news. Maybe things look like they took a, a turn for the worst. Maybe people abandon you. 22,000 abandon you. Hear this. The Lord is still with you, and he will see you through. He gives the power to bring salvation to your soul. He gives the power to bring abundant life into your heart. And right now, I want you to make a space and a place for Jesus. Maybe for the first time. Maybe for the first time in a long time. Our fear gives way to our faith when we have the captain of faith in our heart. So I just pray that Jesus will hear the cry of your heart as you say, Jesus, I need you. Go ahead, just say it. You can say, Jesus, I need you. You can say it out loud or inside. He hears, but I like it outside. Jesus, I need you. I repent of my sins. And I turn towards you, Lord, to be my Savior, to be my Lord. I want to hear your voice. In these days, Jesus, I want to hear your voice. The odds may be against me. I may not feel good about myself, but I need to stop listening to my doubts and fears, and I need to listen to your voice. I need to hear that you are my Savior. You are my Lord. You give me the strength I need. And Jesus, I'm going to follow you every day of my life. If you are doing that today, we want to encourage you. We just want to encourage you to just say yes to God. If you've got a platform that you can indicate, put your hand up, say, hey, I'm saying yes to the Lord. Or you can just text yes to our special number that receives and gives information, 941-260-1321. I also want to know our prayer team is here to pray with you and pray for you. Maybe there are some issues of fear in your life. Well, if you text the word prayer to our same text number, a prayer team member will contact you and have a prayer of faith. And the prayer of faith will bring salvation. And the prayer of faith will overcome your fears. I just want you to know, hey, we love spending this time with you. I thank you for being online. Those who are joining us this weekend in our three services at 9 and 10 and 11, the 10 o'clock service, 60 plus. The 9 and 11 service in the room that I'm in right here, our, our auditorium worship center, the uh, 10 o'clock service in our life center. I preach all of those meetings and I, I'm going to be declaring this message and it's going to be better with people in the room. <laughs> Just is. Because, guys, there's nothing like when the body of Christ gets together. There's, there's no other atmosphere in the world than the body of Christ gathering together. And these are days for us to nurture our faith and overcome our fear. So here's the heart of the Lord one more time. Fear not. I pray the Lord will be with you. I pray God's blessing on you. I bless you in the strong, mighty, and majestic name of Jesus. And in Jesus' name, you are very blessed.